0: Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. Welcome to Flickr Effect. I'm Dave Lott. Joining me in this episode is Bobby Jackson. How's it going, Bobby? It's going good. Good, good. And also here, Michelle Hillard.
1: Hello, everyone. Hi.
0: Hi. Hi again. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I had this, like, brain, you about to say something? had this brain fart of like, I'm, I'm going to say something, but wait, what am I going to say? And I got to I gotta, I gotta <laughs> say something. There's too much silence. Hey, I'll just say hey. Anyway.
1: Happy Wednesday. Uh, happy
0: Wednesday. Happy Wednesday before. Well, not the Wednesday before con. I guess it's two Wednesdays before con, technically, even though technically. pre-unite is next Wednesday. So
2: Yeah, I was going to say. It's well, just the Wednesday actually, before con. A week. Yeah. A week before. We are a week out one week. Yep. Yep, one Woo. week out and uh as we had discussed last week won't be like a, a ton of um studios there and at this rate I guess we'll know here in a few hours if there'll be any actors there. Yeah. Uh, they're set to yeah. uh see if we, if they go on strike tonight. So, well, I guess we'll know that in so the tonight's morning. Tonight's the big night, huh? Yeah. It is. It is. It is. So, we shall see. It's a it's an interesting developing story and um you yeah. know <laughs> it seems like they're more uh willing to work with the actors to get something done, even if it's at the you know minute before midnight than they are they're the writers. The writers. They yeah.
0: Starve out the writers. Who cares about those guys? Yeah.
2: But. Yeah. Yeah. that's amazing to me honestly it's, I just don't get yeah, it because an actor doesn't do anything without a script right. Right? and so why would you in, give more importance to well, the actors who would as the writers yeah right you
1: just yeah, so. right now and you just hire people just you know basically hmm. they just come in they write it and then they're gone and I don't have to pay them anything I don't have to pay them additional yeah. money after that they write it for a flat rate and they don't get any like Royalties off of it, they get nothing in. Yeah, it's all a big, uh, it's a
2: mess. It's a mess, really, is what it is. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But it's going to be something else to talk talk about. about. It's going to be a Well, I I don't know about that. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. There'll always be things to do. It just may not be necessary. Because I feel like if there's not a lot of those main panels that people are going to be going to which judging by the schedule i don't know if you guys had a chance to look at it yet there's not yeah, a but... ton of big panels so um okay. there are definitely still other panels but what but if the actors don't show up then it gets a little um more sketchy in terms of what those panels will provide but if people aren't at the panels, that means they're going to be on the floor probably so, or out and around the city. So I, I think yeah. it'll still be a lot going on I in terms you, of,
1: uh, I bet you some of those vendors are going to see some of the best floor sales they've seen in years.
2: Probably people <laughs> right. are just
1: going to be hanging out and buying stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's like a con used to be actually. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, it's all intents and purposes. What con was before all the studios showed up. So right, right. yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, so yeah, I guess this week we all had a chance to see uh, Mission Impossible: Dead mm-hmm. Reckoning Part One a little bit early. Um, you guys got to see it on Monday. I got to see it yesterday. Was
0: your was your
2: the the showing that you guys saw that was a fan event?
0: Yeah, it was like a. a I forget how they labeled it. It was like fan early access.
1: Yeah, it was like early access no, okay. fan, fan event.
0: event or something.
1: Yeah, and it was it was done to the Dolby. Um, theater. Mm. Wasn't an IMAX, it wasn't an IMAX. but,
0: but was I, Dolby.
1: Was, I was too impatient to wait for the IMAX. I was like, it was just one of those things. I was like, man, Monday nights work so well for us just in for general. Days, yeah. And then like, really? I saw that and was like, dude, I'm, I'm, by, I'm getting it. I'm grabbing them. I was like, and we got really good seats, I thought. We were in a mm-hmm. really good spot in the theater. And yeah, I jumped on it, even though it wasn't IMAX.
2: So I felt like I, when David told me about it, I kind of freaked out a little bit because I he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to go see it tonight." I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> I didn't realize there was a, a fan event uh, that was playing that early on a Monday. Because I have mine, I had mine for Tuesday, and it wasn't a, a fan event, but it was showing in the IMAX, and that was the first day you could see it in the IMAX was yesterday. So. I was like thrown off by that because I didn't realize that it was starting um, yesterday uh, on Monday. But knowing that I would have preferred to have seen it in IMAX first, then that's why I completely didn't even recognize or realize about the um, the Monday showing. So was it was your guys's uh, viewing of it sold out?
0: I don't know I'm, if it was officially sold out, but it was full.
2: It
1: was I mean, full in there. I mean, I didn't pay attention too much to the far back back rows, but I will say it was it was full.
0: But it's also the Dolby Cinema screen. It's there's less seats because of right. the big recliners that they have in there. So with that said, I think there's a lot of showings in Dolby Cinema that fill. Period. At, the, yeah. at our theater, mm, yeah, I mean that's fair. But yeah, I, I think there were like seats like toward the very front like toward the screen that look like yeah like
1: to, row but, one and row two yeah rare,
0: even big movies it's hard to see people in those seats. people it don't is. really want to buy those yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> uh
2: well with this latest one mission impossible we got uh christopher McQuarrie back to direct and of course tom cruise and some new additions uh Haley atwell is in this one as well as uh isai morales and uh the normal cast Bing Rames, Simon Pegg, and returning are Vanessa Kirby and Rebecca Ferguson. Mm-hmm. S- and I looked up just now on Rotten Tomatoes and looks like the critic score is ninety-six percent with two hundred and sixty-six reviews. That's hot. And the <laughs> and the audience score is ninety-four percent with five hundred plus verified reviews at this point. Yeah. So it seems like across the board, everyone is loving it, uh, obviously, uh, in terms of that. And then I looked at the box office for it, and I didn't quite see the, the specific number when it came up, um, what it made over the weekend. So I can't remember exactly the number, but I want to say it was around 60-something million. I could be wrong on that, but uh, maybe, David, if you can double-check that for me. How much? How much um, it made opening weekend domestically?
0: Oh, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Well, it hasn't really had its opening weekend, right? I mean, it's only. Wednesday.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. I think. What it am I talking about? So <laughs> that's, that's why I couldn't find anything. I was like, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute, I could have <laughs> sworn. Does no, because you know what? I s-
1: tonight. Wednesday or tomorrow night. Tomorrow
2: night. I guess or...
0: technically. That's a good question. A I, I thought it was
1: a Wednesday release, but maybe it's a Friday. Well, you're
0: probably you right. That's, shows yeah. Tuesday night. It must have. Because as soon as yeah, you told me you thinking. had a Tuesday night showing, I'm like, well, it must be a Wednesday release. But, yeah, that would make most sense. It's going to um, have a killer box but, off. But I OK,
2: so no, what I did see, I think, was that it was like maybe seven million in previews, I think, on the first night. But I don't know if that was Monday night or Tuesday night combined or right. what, but. Um,
1: that's not bad i think it,
2: like you said it, michelle it's it probably going to have a pretty big opening weekend because i think they were projecting it to be the highest opening of any mission impossible movie which is pretty impressive when you consider what this is number seven so yeah <laughs> to be the highest opening and you've had that many movies in your uh series is yeah it's a good feat so saying
1: something so I guess with that, since technically the movie hasn't released, should we even talk spoilers tonight? Because,
0: uh... I mean, in my, uh, I mean, yeah, we can we can figure this out on air. But in my opinion, I mean, as long as there's a warning, yeah, you know,
2: okay.
0: yeah, uh, yeah, you're you're given the choice to <laughs> to to listen or not, or watch or not. That's true. Like, because some of us, some people I've seen, it's not like we saw like some early like premiere,
2: right? Yeah, you know?
0: I mean that's true. Okay. So that's my that's my take. It,
1: we'll just give the big warning yeah. bells.
0: Hopefully, this. Uh, yeah, and this you also work.
2: figure. I think yeah. that there's been enough of the people who go see it as a profession have given their uh, right. spoilers and stuff right. too. So I think we're in the in the okay side of that. So, All right. with that being said, um David. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes sir. Do you want help Do you want to do you want to talk about what your your thoughts were on uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1?
0: Uh I would be happy to talk about my thoughts on Mission <laughs> Impossible right. Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um do we I mean do I am I crazy to not know for sure like do we have a release date for Part 2? I will look for, for that, but I could have sworn it was going to be same time around the same time next year. That's, that was the I, assumption uh, I was under as well. I, I couldn't remember if I'm just assuming that or if I had actually heard that somewhere. So that's what just popped into my head and I thought I'd ask. Um, but anyway, uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. I'm just going to keep saying that super long title. Uh, <laughs> June 28, 2024. Okay. Um big fan of this franchise overall Uh, really it's hard to think of a franchise that has had this many movies where the I'll just say the extreme majority of them basically all of them minus one movie (laughs) have been quite good and you could argue that they get better and better (laughs) like it's even though I'm not saying I think you know as we have progressed they have always been better than those before it I'm not saying that but you know what I mean um, anyway, it's it's an impressive franchise for sure, and yeah. uh, this movie I loved this movie. <laughs> um, it it did not disappoint at all. It is nonstop. It's just perfect pacing. It's just perfect a, a perfect blockbuster movie going experience. You know, kind of similar to Top Gun Maverick last year, with another Tom Cruise film. Hmm. I, it just it just this movie doesn't disappoint. Um, and it's it's nice that it's a part one of two. It's like this story, the way they're telling it. It's hard to imagine it being only one film. And I mean, this was what was the runtime? Two and a half hours?
2: Yeah, two forty
0: three or something like that. Two forty three. Yep. Somewhere and on. it does not, uh, in my opinion, it doesn't feel like two forty three. Like it, it's impressive it moves. to see a movie that is almost three hours long, and for me, not not feeling it really at all. Just like it just moves and. I was if you, if it had gone on another hour, I would have been fine. Mm. Like, I'm not saying it should have, but you know what I mean. All right. Uh, the movie is is very very good. <laughs> I, w- I was very happy with this movie. That's my my quick spoiler free take.
2: What what does Bobby right. think? Yeah. So I was. Going to say, look at Michelle trying to get out of me Michelle, saying, Michelle, Michelle what did you think? Uh, over, like, I was no, actually I'm not going, going to go next, I like so I it's go okay. N- I go
1: first a lot, so well, I'm go trying, first. Well, That's
2: why I, I called David this time. But
1: I feel like it's always <laughs> like it's always like either me and then David, or David and then me, and I'm like, you know well, what, Bobby should go. No, Gosh darn! T-
2: to be fair. It's not like I usually pick who pe- who goes first. It's the bowl who picks you guys That's first. So true. it's not like it's not like I do well, it. The so, bowl is sitting uh, here
0: looking at me like, I, yeah. "What am I doing here?
2: <laughs> right. Why am I even here tonight? In this, Why am I even here?" In this case, um, I felt like you know, let's switch it up a little bit. Let let the bowl have a day off. So you know, you, we, you relax we just went bowl yeah so um what did i think well i mean uh, not to beat around the bush or anything i would just say i I feel like i'm on the same page with david i just really just had an enjoyable time watching this movie it felt like this is what you go to the movies for and honestly when i watched it i just i remember thinking to myself this was afterwards and i was like You know, I'm so glad Tom Cruise yelled at those people during the time of COVID because of how seriously he took making this movie because it really paid off in terms of what's on the screen. It's like he takes these movies seriously. And I don't know Tom Cruise, but obviously, but um, there's his his public persona life that he has with everything that that has and entails. And then there's the, the movie star of Tom Cruise in in that aspect and that aspect, I feel like he loves movies. And so when he's making a movie, he is making it for the people who are spending their dollars to go see it and wanting to, he's wanting to put in, uh, to put out the best possible product for the people that are going to go spend money to go see him, and so that maybe i don't know is plays into ego maybe or uh, to some degree, or maybe it's just how much he deeply cares about the experience, either way, it shows when he makes these movies that are really literally something of a thrill ride when you go in there and it's you feel like you got your money's worth when you go see one of these movies. And um you, like you said, David, last year he had Top Gun. So this year he has Mission Impossible. It feels like he is giving us a good experience every time we go to the theater to watch one of these movies. And it's so funny because at this point, he's that guy in, in a sense of like, it's hard to think back, to the fact that Tom Cruise used to do a lot of other type of movies, dramas or, or whatever. It's like, he's become an action guy at this point. This is this stage of his life. No doubt, uh, no right. less in terms of how old he is that he's now an action star. So it's interesting in that respect and that he makes sure that uh, everyone has a, a good time seeing these movies and it, it just pays off. I just thought that it, from the beginning, it just, grabs you and then it barely ever lets you catch a breath before it jumps into another thing. And what I will say is that while I don't think necessarily there was one specific, um, stunt that was like the one that you're going to be talking about for years from now, other than obviously you see what the one he does with the motorcycle. I just think that, just pound for pound, the amount of action that's in this movie is what really is the, the draw for this particular one. Uh, it maybe isn't one specific son It's just the amount of different things that are happening in it that keep you engaged and on the edge of your seat of what's going to happen. So yeah, I, I definitely loved it. Um, I thought Haley Atwell was great in it. And in fact, it's not until actually this moment as, as I'm talking about it that I kind of feel like if, I hate to sort of compare in in this way but if Haley if um PB Waller Bridge was playing this type of character in Indiana Jones I think I would have liked her character more because I actually liked Haley Atwell's character in this and what she was doing compared to what PB was doing in Indiana Jones but outside of that you know um just everything about this was was just Great. And I remember thinking as soon as I finished watching, I was like, I could literally go back and watch this again if it wasn't so late, if it wasn't almost midnight. So, uh, yeah, I do feel like I want to see this at least one more time
0: while it's in the theaters. Now, I hadn't thought about what you just said when it comes to like the Phoebe Waller Bridge character from Indiana Jones, but I, I get what you're saying because in this movie, Haley Outwall's character is not, and in Tom Cruise's character, they're not like exactly on the same page as a as a duo here mm-hmm. but their dynamic is is better than the one you see in indiana jones yeah for sure and she's yeah. much, she's much more likable even though she's kind of doing her own thing and not yes. necessarily playing along versus right. exactly. wallow bridge's character who is just not likable <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i mean for the think, most part i think yeah. on, on one hand the, the leverage that they have with these two characters is that there is a sexual tension between the two of them. Right. So that also helps a lot between chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I definitely know what you're saying. Like, this is a person who is playing kind of a similar way, independent person, a person who is really in it for themselves in a sense. And, but she doesn't come off as... Yeah, I don't know. Like rigid or I I don't want to say edgy. It's like just doesn't come off as pointy, I guess. It's hard to explain. Mm. Like she just doesn't have that bite.
2: Yeah, she doesn't come
1: off prickly. It's it's in she's almost endearing in moments. It's it's kind of interesting.
2: Right. So what did you think, Michelle? Michelle, what'd you think?
1: Guys, I mean we're three for three. I loved it. I thought it was spectacular. I it, it's it's hard to to think that these Mission Impossible films, like David said, they build off of each other. Like I think each one gets just a little bit better than the last, a little bit better than the last, a little bit better than the last. Like they just keep up in the ante and the storyline on this, the pacing of the story and how it unfurls is perfection. Like, in on one sense, I, I'm so looking forward to the part two. Like so looking forward to the part two. And like David said, like for a film that is almost three hours long, it could have gone another hour and I probably would not have noticed. <laughs> it was that enjoyable. I feel like it really envelops you in the world. I, yeah. I You know, and this is a franchise that's had some serious world building over the years, but god it's 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 nice to be it's nice to be in that world It's a franchise that I've always enjoyed since day one, like David there's an exception I think to to all franchises, and this one has one as well, but overall as a whole it's amazing and this film it just delivers mm. the the storyline, the storytelling, the way it happens, the action like you guys have said it's just nonstop I mean the Venice sequence, well, honestly, the Rome sequence and the Venice, like, they're just, it's all, oh it's all so good. <laughs> it's just it's really good. It, it doesn't, it doesn't stop, and it's just done so well. Like, it is, it is watching almost like a performance piece of poetry as it goes through each section, and every section is just so well done and well put together. And yeah, I mean, Tom Cruise is you know, man, I, you have to give it to him. He really has made his career an art form, and he takes it very seriously. And like Bobby was saying, like he wants to deliver a product for his fans. That is his number one motivation. He wants it to be a good product, and it he he does it. You know, and I, I, I can't deny. It. There's just no denying it. But no, this film was. It is very, very good. It It's nice to have some of the old cast come back in, some of the new characters come in. Um, and I can never say her last name correctly, but Palm Clemft.
0: Clump, oh, yeah. I'm not the, she's, good with her last name either. She, but.
1: she plays um, what in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy?
0: Oh, Mantis. She plays Mantis, Mantis. in Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Yeah. And in this one, she plays a character named Paris, and I think she was really good. Actually, it was a really interesting character to see her play. I liked it a lot. Um, No, just everybody. Like it was for what you get with um, Rebecca Ferguson. Good. Like it's it's all just good. It's good, good, good. (laughs) There's just good vibes all around. Like there was moments in the theater, I was tense. I would say there's at least three times I could very specifically say that I was extremely like tense in the moment going, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, it it's, it's really, this film was very, very good. <laughs> yeah, I, have I, yeah. I, I like Bobby. I, I walked out of that theater going, yeah, I can turn around and go right back in. If i have to show up to a job tomorrow morning, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I will totally go watch this one more time. And I'm hoping to see it again. And like, we were saying at the beginning of the show we saw in Dolby I would love to resee this film and see it in IMAX the way it was shot and really get get that variation of it and I think that would be amazing I'm I'm looking forward to watching it a second time in theaters and I'm very much looking forward to seeing part 2 of this of this two-parter film
2: Yeah you know you mentioned seeing it in IMAX and I did see it in IMAX oh. and after I watched it in IMAX, I realized that I probably should not have watched it in the IMAX that I watched it in,
1: oh, which is glad? I go.
2: I know I go to oh. a traditional. Well, not even a traditional at this point, but an old school, actual big screen IMAX, not the ones that have been sort of modified a little bit smaller right. than that one. And um Seeing in, the, in that in that screen, it's it's for sure nice, but it doesn't fill up the entirety of that screen. So I think it's made for an IMAX screen that is sort of a IMAX screen. So mm. that probably would fill up that entire screen. Interesting, and um, yeah, and, and provided a more um, fulfilling a, in in ways like entertaining aspect of seeing it that full. Um, because I was looking and I could notice like the 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 black screen Mm -hmm. above and below uh, for most of the time Mm -hmm. obviously it sort of blends because it's all black but Mm -hmm. um yeah there'd be times i was like oh okay so probably this is more for the the other size imax screen and that the only type of movies that you would want to really see in the true imax well you can see any movie in there but the ones that would really truly Fill that entire screen of the real, the real IMAX is something like Oppenheimer where there's uh done in a 70 millimeter. And you know that there's going to be a, a large fill for that. So, um, but yeah, outside of that, it still was really a, a good view and good, nice picture quality
0: seeing it in the IMAX as well. Yeah. I know what you mean. Cause we have one, IMAX screen like that here in orlando that's a legit IMAX Mm. screen Uh and i would for a while there try to see certain movies like mainly christopher nolan films in there and it worked out great i remember seeing like dark knight rises in there and it was fantastic um but there was a i can't remember the last movie i saw in there and i remember i i had not the best experience which was a kind of a bummer um Mm. I'm trying to think
1: what it was. Lately,
0: I feel like I've actually had a better overall IMAX experience in the LIMAX screen at our local AMC, which, yeah, it's LIMAX and, you know, whatever you think of that. It's still a great screen. I mean, yeah. um, So, yeah, I have a feeling I'll see this and that not in the true, true IMAX, especially considering what you just said. No. but yeah, I mean, yeah. you could still no. totally see. I've seen movies in there, and yeah, just because it doesn't fill the yes. whole frame, I, you're not saying it looks bad. It's just
2: no, not a, not right. by any means. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, you guys want to get into some spoilers? Should we put up a spoiler banner, David? Sure. If you have one, or we're going right.
1: do some spoilers. All
2: right. So you you've been warned. Spoilers. You you know that we're three for spoilers. three. We love it. Go see it this weekend. Enjoy it. You will have a great time it's a, it, for if you take our word for it. So uh, getting into spoilers. So, you know, okay. I won't say I was necessarily shocked when Rebecca Ferguson mm. character dies, but I was a little bit shocked in terms of I'm still sort of trying to suss it out. And maybe you guys can help me here, but Michelle, you mentioned there's some sexual tension between Haley Atwell's character and yeah. Tom Cruise. So is my man like swinging from vine to vine? Is yeah. like holding on to one vine and letting go as soon as yeah. it gets? Because I I don't understand how it looks like he has feelings for Haley Atwell's character, but yeah. yet he was he, clearly there was something with him and. Rebecca if, Ferguson's character. So I was like, uh, what's going on here? Exactly. Okay.
1: So I don't think they really spell it out. Exactly. But my impression is that yes, uh, you know, Ethan Hunt and uh, I keep on say Inga, but it's not Inga. It's Elsa. Ethan hmm. Hunt and Elsa. I think at, at some point in time, not that we see they had a thing they were they were a thing they, or whatever mm-hmm. you know little you know off duty work um and I think they have a, a lot of sexual tension especially in that that first one that they met in and now I can't think which one it was um,
2: Rogue Nation Fallout. You know, oh yeah it was, yeah, Rogue, it was Rogue.
1: Rogue Nation and yep. there's a lot of sexual tension in that one with them and then it's like maybe they hooked up after that before fallout or they hooked up after fallout but then they kind of had a falling out Maybe not like a bad falling out just uh she's she's very much a, i like to do my own thing kind of person yeah. and he's like just just be one of us and she's like no i don't want to commit to anybody anymore i got hosed over by uh mi6 and i don't i'm not playing these games anymore so i think that's why it's like they're almost like an ill-fated like little tryst like They have the sexual tension, they definitely probably hooked up, but they're never going to amount to much because of her viewpoint on a few things. And so, yeah, like, there's the scenes where basically he is in between the two of these women, and I'm watching this going, dude, (laughs) (laughs) this is like... there's a lot there's a lot happening here there's a lot to take in there in that moment (laughs) like there's the old kind of flame and like the new flame and I was like oh man you're all right that's cool it's cool it's all good it's all good um yeah no I think Ethan um I think he enjoys life You know, I think he has
0: enjoys life. He has. uh... It's a nice way to put it. Way to put it. I think
1: he's come to an acceptance with his relationship and the ending of his relationship with his wife. Like I think, especially from Fallout, I feel like the two of them had some really good moments where he. I think he has really good closure there. I think with the way that relationship ended. Like I think he was like okay, and I think he was able to kind of move on from. I think now he's this is an Ethan Hunt that's kind of been able to move on from the ending of his relationship with his wife because of the circumstances of everything that he does. So, you know, I think he's in a much better place in a mental health relationship situation. I think he's open to be like, yeah, you know, I mean, like, being you know, Elsa, so we're good. We work well, you know, no yeah. chicken. I, I think we can work well too. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No,
2: is that your impression
0: too, David? Pretty much. I <laughs> actually, don't think there's as much thought into it. I don't think you're saying, Michelle, that there's, like, a lot of thought that Ethan is putting into it. I but, don't think there's a lot of thought either. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I think the sexual tension between them is... Is is not being, especially from his side, not being thought through all that much. It's just
1: right. I think he's just going through it. He's it's just, just have
0: you seen Haley Atwell in this movie? I mean, look at her. Like. <laughs> right. Well, in any that, movie. I, I mean, I mean yeah. Any of, movie. Have you seen Have you
1: seen Rebecca Ferguson? <laughs> but Rebecca Ferguson, she's too. amazing.
0: She's also have you amazing. seen
1: Haley Atwell? Also amazing. I mean, um, can toss a clean, and there's a
2: scene with uh, when he's actually talking to Vanessa Kirby and. Uh, Elsa's like yeah, so what exactly happened right. <laughs> and then there's so, that, you mean, that, you know I mean <laughs> right. poor Ethan, my god. Yeah, so oh. hard to be
1: Ethan Hunt. Jeez.
2: Right, right, right. <laughs> More like Ethan never mind. <laughs>
1: Ethan found chick brown cow hunt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Rhymes with Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> all right with that so uh, aside from that um I, I I really thought it was interesting the way that they were playing with AI in this movie and you know, it's it, what what makes it interesting is because it's the conversation of today, actually. Right but yet, this movie was being made long? like a few years right. ago. So you know? is, how long have they is like, been making this? This film
1: was being shot, what, two years ago? Oh,
0: really? More? Yeah, right. at least that. Almost yeah, at least three, three years.
2: years. So, yeah, because it was Good obviously part. during prior to COVID and then COVID happened. And oh, and, all and all I have a thought on that, though. too. Sorry. So, yeah, um, I just thought that was an interesting way to go with it. And, um, just the, the way it, the the probabilities and predicting different things the way that that would happen, and Isai Morales' character, he does a good job of playing this this bad guy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I'm I'm kind of hoping we get a little bit more uh, from that character because yeah. uh, I've seen Isai in a lot of different things, and he's a great actor, and I would like to see more than just sort of just the bad guy aspect of it. He could just be that, but I imagine there's a little bit more there with him. So hopefully we get a little bit of that in part two, but um, outside of that, I think the thing that um, I think grabbed me the most was probably the, um, the scene at the end with the train. Um, Oh man. Yeah. The way they went from car to car and had to get, you, I was just like tense that entire yes. time because I just couldn't figure out how in the heck they're getting out of this and every time they get to a different car it was a different set of issues in terms mm-hmm. of uh, being able to make it from that car to the next car so I, I thought that was staged so well and just done really well and just a, a, a real nail biter in terms of how um, close they cut that with the everything that was going on within that yeah. scene
1: oh no yeah that was like that it's like the whole movie. There's just so many great tense moments, but yeah, the train scene is just, that is like 30 minutes of just like white knuckle in it. Basically. Like it's yeah. Yeah, man, it was, it was awesome. They did such a spectacular job. So real quick, my thought, I, I'm curious. I mean, they were filming this, maybe not at the height of COVID, but just as we were kind of coming down from a height of COVID, but things were still really restrictive. There's so many scenes with people up in each other's faces. Mm. And I'm like, did they just bounce COVID around between all of them for like nine months? Like, dear dear God, there's so many scenes where everybody's just up in each other's faces. And I'm thinking, man, no wonder it took so long to shoot this thing. Because y'all are probably just bouncing around the whole time.
2: I hadn't thought of that, but you're you're probably right. Or at least there had to be some people who would have gotten it at some point because of even though you know, with all the protocols, Mm -hmm. there's still just that amount of closeness all the time each day. It wouldn't surprise me. Every day
1: you're taking both two people or three people are taking their masks off and they are in dialogue with each other next to each other faces like. Like yeah, I mean yeah. Anyways, which is the thought I had a few times during the movie. I was like, dang, how do these people not just get COVID all the time? <laughs> like, they had to, right?
2: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: But yeah, no, I thought the car chase sequence was spectacular. That was just, I, I mean, like I feel like there's there's car chase sequences that go down to the books. In my opinion, and I'll be honest because I haven't seen Fast and the Furious, I don't count really any of the Fast and Furious car chase scenes. There's other films that do car chase scenes so well. One of my absolute favorites is um the Born Identity or Born Supremacy actually. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. just absolutely amazing car car sequence chases in there. But this this one was oh so intense, <laughs> so intense like. To, to but funny
2: apart. too had yeah. funny but Also, too.
1: like yeah, the, the overall the comedy in this whole film is really yeah. well done. It's like mm. it's light and enjoyable, and it's relatable. It's like it's comedy that you're like, if I was in that situation, that's yeah, that's relatable right there. You know, oh, it was so good, so many good things. I'm trying to think of bad <laughs> things, and I'm really having a hard time.
2: <laughs> well. I will say that there were some times when um, as much as I do like Isai Morales, sometimes when he was going monologuing, it almost felt a little cartoonish in terms of what he was saying. I will agree um, but, with that. I, mean, I it's, will agree it's, with it's, that. You know, it, it, it's whatever. and It's easy enough. And it's sort of a nitpick more than anything else. But yeah, there was just that. And then I will say as much as I love Shea Wiggum because he's like such a good character actor. I still had a hard time figuring out, like, what the purpose of him and his partner's role were in the movie as uh, agents that were chasing down Ethan. They just seemed always a step behind and just not really contributing much until the train scene, really, I guess, towards that part. But, yeah, it was just like, "Uh, I don't know they were necessary. But you know, I didn't. I didn't really mind them, and, and like yeah. I said, Shea Whigham was always good and stuff. So I, I like seeing him. Yeah. And it's funny too because his partner,
1: Degas. along
2: with, uh, yeah, yeah, is that what was his name?
1: The character's name is Dega.
2: Dega, yeah, Dega. And then um, uh, the other actor who's in the beginning, Charles Parnell. Mm-hmm. It's funny because they're both in uh, Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. and so I was like. I wonder if Tom wanted them both in this, or if Chris wanted them both in this. Because right. Chris and directed that too. So mm. it's like, huh? And, but I, I thought that was funny when I saw both of them in this movie as well. Oh, so, directed, he, yeah. You said he directed um,
0: Top Gun, too. Is that what I said? Or no? He did he direct? No. Who directed that? Uh, Joe Krasinski.
2: Oh, that's who I was. thinking. But he was of. a okay, producer okay. on it, I think. Right,
0: I think.
1: Okay, I think
0: Christopher McQuarrie was a producer on that film. Okay.
2: Yeah, so I, I was like, I seen him pop up again, but um, yeah. So uh, outside of that, those like were literally my only two uh, things that I, I, I thought about
0: it in terms of any nitpicking. I know what you mean about the the duo, uh, where it's like, I agree with you. It's not like they bothered me but it, you could almost imagine a, a version of this movie where they're just kind of more like throwaway people that are just mm-hmm. chasing him but you don't really get to see much of them and mm-hmm. it would maybe still be fine <laughs> like I,
1: I, I don't i don't think they really bothered me at all i think it they, i think they did a really good job of basically making them a thorn in ethan's side the whole time like just just enough annoyance to add to the the spectrum of it all But what I like Hmm. is that, you know, through Ethan's actions and, like, all the chasing they're doing, you know, even Degas, like, this guy's got to be out of it for something else. Like, I don't think he's doing it for malicious reasons. I don't think he's doing what he's doing for malicious reasons. And so it makes me think that come part two, this is my prediction, we're going to see these two characters kind of turn in a way to help Ethan accomplish the big one, you know, because every every Mission Impossible Ethan has a big, a big mm-hmm. one. You know what I mean? Like, there's a big, like, real planned moment, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the train kind of was, but that was not you could tell it wasn't like the big one. So, it 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 makes it beckons the thought process of like, well, are these two characters going to come around to seeing Ethan's side of things and go, okay, we'll help play a role in the big one quote unquote mm. for part mm-hmm. two, possibly, especially, especially Degas. You can tell he is very like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I don't think this dude is doing this hard. I think he's trying to accomplish something. Like there's obviously a greater good here that he must be going after. So he's already got Degas like flipping teams possibly. So mm. you'll never know.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, a random question for you guys. It's like, what's your take on when, and I'm going to, this is about the marketing of this movie. (laughs) Like when it comes to how maybe if, if at all it affected like how you were watching it, but what's your take on the way they marketed this film and that they're, they're basically showing, the like behind the scenes dvd extras of this film mm. like as marketing like the big, material the big
1: jump and everything like
0: all of the big like yeah. stunts like yeah and not hiding it at all like before mm-hmm. everyone has seen this movie you know i mean before our showing oh <laughs> right? yeah you know i don't know if it was because of the fan event thing that we did or what but um, they showed the train thing they showed the car chase stuff like they showed a thing like this kind of featurette about the car uh chase with the fiat and um it
1: kind of gives away the scene
0: well to a yeah to 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 an extent i mean but and i i guess i asked this because there's a because of the way they have been marketing this and and really making sure audiences understand that like what went they went through to shoot this stuff which is cool like mm-hmm. and I get it like especially like Tom Cruise really did these things guys like he was really driving this car and he's really like jumping off mm-hmm. this motorcycle mm-hmm. you know and they want audiences to to kind of like I think understand like what they're really watching but then at the same time, I found like while I'm watching the car chase scene, for example, like it almost it's hard to then watch it and not imagine the production of it. Like I'm I'm sitting there watching certain shots and just imagining like how the cameras are set up around this car, or, you know how everything is being done on the behind the scenes side of these these shots. So it, it's like part of me is like uh, like. It didn't bother me, but I don't know. It's just something I, I thought about. So I thought I'd ask you
1: guys. I will say, like, that marketing doesn't make my brain go to that point. Like, it doesn't make me think of the behind the scenes of it all. When I see that kind of marketing, it, 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 my thing is, like, I see that kind of marketing and it frustrates me. I'm like, do you, it almost makes me feel like, are you trying to prove that this movie's going to go that hard? You don't, you don't need to prove that to me. Like, You don't need to give me behind the scenes like of how intensely this was made and just how much, you know, like, I don't need to see that. Like, I don't, that marketing to me comes off as we're not sure this is going to be enough. And it it comes off like they're concerned. And that's what I don't like about that kind of marketing. It, It feels like it's cheapening the movie experience a little bit. But it doesn't make me think about, like, how it's done or anything like that when I'm actually watching the scene. If anything, I'm frustrated because I'm like, well, I've seen this now – in I mean, yeah, promo. the motorcycle
0: jump we've seen so, so much. many times, I, you know, and so it's it's like part of me would like to imagine a world where I just watched the movie and had never seen that shot before. And how would I have reacted to it versus? Yeah, when it, it does, happened, it's like, well, yeah. here it is. I've seen it before. Make, it's, it cool. it's cool. And it's cool seeing it on a big screen. I've been watching it on my phone or on yeah. at home on the TV. It's OK. Now I'm watching it on the big screen. That's still awesome. Right. But. I have seen it for the most part before I saw the movie. Any thoughts, Bobby?
2: I think the way I I interpret it or at least thought about that marketing aspect is that to me, it felt just like they were leaning into their strength and they know that uh, that's the thing that people love about these uh, Mission Impossible movies is that Tom does his stunts. And so they want to see Some aspect of it and how it's done Because in today's day and age There's not a lot of people who buy DVDs and Blu-rays And won't ever get to see those Actual behind the scene things Of how something was made But would have that curiosity And so I think it does a good job of Giving you an aspect of it At least from the ones that I saw I saw the one that they did for the train And then of course the motorcycle one And from what I could see Outside of the one for the for the um, motorcycle one, the the other one seemed to do a pretty good job of giving you a little bit of the actual scene, but then really showing you just enough of like how they were actually done doing it. Because uh, did you guys see the train one? um, I don't don't think I've seen that one.
1: No, I don't think. So it was a different one.
2: It's pretty interesting because they Christopher said they had to actually build a train mm-hmm. and have it on a track and so that they could actually uh, shoot it that way and you can see Isai and uh, Tom on top of this moving train and they're doing all this choreography stuff and it's impressive and to be able to see that and see what goes into it and I don't feel like they gave you too much to where it spoiled any of that scene and especially because Um, within that, I don't really even think that they showed any of the stuff that was going on with the train car as it goes over, other than they showed that a train actually went over and they had to do that with one take because they only had that uh, opportunity once for it to go there. And so I think that um, they did a good job of marketing that and I, I don't have a problem with seeing it. If I see it far enough removed, I think where my issue would be would be if I'm about to actually see the movie and they're showing that right before I see the movie, it's like, well, I don't want to see it now. I'm about to see the movie. Yeah. Like, if I saw it a few months ago or a couple months ago, then it's fine because, you know, my mind will let that fade right. and yeah um, it wasn't a the movie but
0: like right before it though, was right before it, it was a little weird
1: it was like, kind of it was yeah. kind of
0: bizarre and it kind first of started like... showing and i'm like i'm oh, really are we doing this i'm like yeah. okay it's fine but <laughs> and then they went they showed this whole thing about like the premiere in abu dhabi and the premiere mm-hmm. in rome hmm. and showing <laughs> like you know the the cast talking to press and stuff, and
1: like, I was kind of like, I don't, I don't
0: really I'm care like, I just, wanna I just want to watch the like, movie. I just want to watch the movie. It's a long movie.
1: Like, like there like, was a part, of,
0: like we were kind of crossing our fingers because it's a it was a fan event. Thing. No trailer. When we did that with the Flash, yeah, there was no trailers. It was great. Yeah. Like, and I yeah. was like, oh, maybe that'll be the case tonight because this is a long movie. Yeah. We'll
1: get out of here before 10 p.m. Right. <laughs> you but, know?
0: nope no,
1: nope. <laughs> no. There was trailers, and then there was wow. the two event things, yeah. and it was just wow. like, oh my god, guys, can we just watch the movie? That'd be great. Yeah, I, so, up. randomly thinking, I was just thinking, so, the gentleman who's playing, uh, what is it? It's not Jacob, it's Gabriel. Uh, you said his name is Issa...
2: Isai Morales. Isai Morales. Yeah. Can you
1: imagine being Isai Morales and getting the, the part and being like, yes, I'm going to be in the Mission Impossible, I'm going to play the, the bad guy, you know, I'm going to have a fight with Tom Cruise, we're going to be on top of a train... Tom Cruise does all of his stunts. I'm going to have to do my stunts or I'm going to look like a wuss (laughs) in his head. You know, you've got to be slowly like wrapping the concept of what you just signed up for in your head. Like, It's one thing to go to all your auditions and meet with the directors and go through all those stages and be like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. You get the part and you're like, I got it. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to do (laughs) the realization that you are going to be on a moving train, fighting Tom Cruise. And if you want, you can get a body double or a stunt double. But Tom isn't.
2: No, And to your point, Michelle, there's an article. I didn't read the article, but there was literally an article that... Had him quoting saying, you know, when he did that, he's like you when you're on a movie with Tom, you, there's that expectation to be at the same level and, and be able to be meeting him at what yeah. he's doing. And so, you know, obviously in, in, within the, the story, he probably goes a little bit more into what he had to do for it. But I knew he was b- be up for it because the last thing I seen him in, um, which was maybe a couple years ago. He was playing Deathstroke in the, the, the Titans series mm-hmm. and Deathstroke, for anyone that knows, he's a pretty, um, a, a, well, a pretty Teen guy. Titans villain. But yeah, but also yeah. there was going to be a Batman Ben Affleck movie with him versus Deathstroke. But yeah, he and he was he played a fantastic Deathstroke. So I figured I figured he was at least up for the challenge in terms of being able to do it and. But like you said, there's probably that aspect of like, we're going to be on a what now? <laughs> we're going to be on a moving um, what?
1: Going how fast? Doing a knife fight?
2: Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. <laughs> I, yeah. I
1: have my Wheaties for breakfast. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> sure. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, this a, like at some point that's got to just smack you in the face and be like, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, you know, and even for Haley, even have- for Haley Atwell, like, The realization of, like, we're going to be on a train, and we're going to do what? And we're going to go where? And we're going to climb through, huh? And, oh, I'm going to have a moment where I'm going to be completely weightless, and then I'm going to slam back into the ground of the train. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. What's today? Oh, it's Monday. Today's Monday. Awesome. (laughs) Excellent. Yep, let's do this. Okay. like That's a lot. I mean, it's one thing, I think, for Tom Cruise to be like, yep, let's do it. Let's go. Tom is there. The average actor, actress, actor is thinking, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do it. Like, you've got, I mean, you know, they're more normal-ish, I guess, on that aspect. And there, there's got to be a, like, all right, I'm doing it. Let's, okay. You got to psych yourself up to do this thing, man. Like, that's a lot to deal with in your brain.
2: Yeah. And it's funny because I keep thinking about, like, how committed he is to doing Mm -hmm. these movies and doing the stunts and everything. And I go back again to the COVID thing and how he was caught yelling at crew members and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, this man (laughs) is willing to put his life Mm -hmm. on the line (laughs) for this movie. The least you could do is, you know, show up on time and be prepared prepared. (laughs) Like, mask. Like, you know, yeah, it's like this guy's putting his literal life yep. on the line. And uh, all he's asking for is you to, you know, be on time and, and, and do your job. Right. right. So yeah. I don't think that that's too much to ask. But yeah. and, it, and like I said, it, it shows on the screen. And um, Did one, he break one thing something I wanted to, on
1: this one, too, because he I feel like each time he breaks something. Of. No.
2: Yeah. I don't recall hearing him uh, being injured on this one at all. Okay, But it like just actually. Does. I was going to ask you guys, what do you think will be the big thing for the next movie? Because (laughs) I feel like um, and and he sort of has done this already, but I would not be surprised because it might lend itself to it is something uh, in water. Uh, well, for the yeah. next one i would imagine <laughs>
0: considering the yeah. situation
1: considering yeah. he can hold his breath as long as he can yeah. and uh there's a thing you know under an ice 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 shelf so uh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. something to do. because i can
2: imagine them being on on set and somewhere in some very cold place and him being in a, some sort of swimsuit and Having to actually dive under to mm-hmm. go somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>. mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, they've already,
1: uh, sho- they've just... already shot part two, right?
2: Yeah, they were shot. Yeah, it's it coming, coming out next on. June. Yeah, so, man. yeah, I imagine it's done, done.
1: Dude, I can't wait. I'm so excited for the second one now. Like, I was excited yeah. for this one, but my God, I am excited for the next one.
2: <laughs> yeah. You think we'd lose any more characters in the second one?
1: I don't know. I mean, I thought for a second we're going to lose Toby. Actually, was like, oh wow, is this the one where Toby's actually going to go? Is is this the one? You know, because he almost did in uh, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Rogue Nation, and so I was like, oh, was it Rogue Nation?
2: No, I was thinking. Are you talking about Benji?
1: Benji, I'm sorry, Benji. Yeah. No, Uh, so yeah, I was thinking, oh, is Benji going to go in this one? Like, because we almost lost him in the rogue nation i was like is this gonna be the one you know with the bomb and everything and i was like
2: i think people will riot if they kill him (laughs) i think think? for some reason they kills i think so if they kill off simon Pig, i think he's like the heart and i I don't know that people would like that they'd be pretty upset they kill him off but i I could see that being a reason why they would do it because it would have the emotion the big emotional impact but um david who'd you see what were you saying
0: yeah i mean i was just gonna agree i i would not bet on benji dying i could see luther dying yeah, yeah i've got a um,
1: feeling luther's might not make it
0: in the next one. especially and being replaced
2: by uh what's his name
1: daga
2: uh daga like maybe he has some hacking skills we don't know about that haven't been shown just yet <laughs> so um
0: but yeah, especially because the Luther character's been there the whole time and yeah. all, all long, except for like one or two movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that. But Benji, I agree. I don't, I don't think he would go.
1: No, I've been looking at Benji, and Benji could kind of hack a little bit, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think Luther might not make it. That's my bet too. Yep. Yeah. If anyone yeah. was not speaks- going to make it, that would right. be the one.
2: And he seems the most, um, uh, not most willing, that's probably the w- wrong way to e- express it, but he seems to be um, not as pressed about putting his life on the line for the mission. I to think put he's his
1: made his life. peace with his life and he's made his peace yeah, with the decisions that he's made. If he and
2: dies then, on the, the job, he's okay. Yeah, He'll be, you know.
1: Yeah. He, he
2: Whereas Benji feels like I don't know that he's. I mean, yes, yeah, sure, he knows that that's the life he's leading. Right, and that but he's not happen, ready. But, but I think I, Luther. Yeah. I, it,
1: yeah, not an acceptance of it, but a I'm at peace with these uh, are the choices I've made, and this is my life I live, and if this is how it ends. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that sacrifice, right. and I think that's where Luther yeah. is in his life.
0: Right. Yep. Well. Any. Any other last thoughts, guys? No. Bobby's the one
1: that always has the good questions, so I'm always, like, waiting for Bobby to give me another question.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I think we covered everything other than the fact that we know that um, Tom Cruise has said recently that he hopes he could be like Harrison Ford and, and still making these Mission Impossible movies until his 80s In his 80s. So uh, if he has his way, the series will keep going and going. I I have a hard time picturing that, um, how that would work, really. But, uh, you know, I'm all for it in terms of it's able to maintain a certain level of quality. Uh, um, Maybe they would space these out a little bit more, maybe every few years as opposed to. You have to ask
0: yourself, years. like, with the kind of stunts they're doing, like, did do you just go out on a with a bang and make it a good solid ending without getting to the point that you're fast and furiousing at your franchise. Correct. Where you're right. really yeah. going too Correct. far. And I <clears throat> these are great. I can't imagine part two is gonna be bad. Like if it, if there's anything going against part two, it'll just be my expectations is mm. yeah. are they gonna be too high? <laughs> Yeah, Mm -hmm. but beyond that it's like maybe we should just stop because that was awesome and let's not ruin it i don't Mm -hmm. know
1: yeah i mean you know i'm a proponent of of wrap it up and wrap it up well and i have a feeling that's where they're going Mm. with it and it makes me go okay if you wrap it up really good and pretty and it's nice and shiny and we all love it Mm -hmm. don't 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 do it. Don't don't overdo it. You know, don't Mm. saturate it. Don't, you know, like we've said, fast and furious. It don't, I I hate, I hate that. Right. Just be at peace with what you've done and enjoy, enjoy the ride that you had and just look back and go, that was a quality product and franchise. And I am happy with it and just let it be what it is.
0: But I would say if there was anybody I would trust, to continue to make movies. I think Tom Cruise has proven himself that I think he takes it seriously enough that he wouldn't just be doing it to do it. I mean, look at Top Gun. I mean, you know, from everything we understand, they've wanted... People have been wanting to make a Top Gun sequel for a long time, and basically nothing was good enough until, until Maverick. And then maverick happened like i i would be shocked if he was like nope i'm just gonna keep make we we need to keep pumping out mission impossible films but even though they're lackluster like yeah that's true but i would err on the side of let's not let's not go too far yeah you know i'm with you (laughs) (laughs) right well if that's it guys i think we're gonna wrap things up um yeah, we're, uh, I guess uh, real quick, we're not gonna be doing a normal show next week, <laughs> but uh, we will be in San Diego. I imagine, we'll, I'd like to at least record one like audio show while we're out there. Right. Um, we've done that in the past when we've been out in San Diego and it's a lot of fun. Um, we'll be doing some video stuff, or at least that's the plan, uh, while we're out at Comic-Con. So look for that on our YouTube channel. Um, And yeah, you can find us on Instagram and uh, Twitter and threads at Flickr underscore effect. You can reach out to us on YouTube, youtube youtube.com forward slash Flickr effect, all the places. Uh, If you're listening to this audio version of the podcast, we do stream our record sessions live on our Twitch channel. Uh, So look for us there as well. Um, And there's another place you can find you, David, right? Oh, there is. There is another place. Uh, (laughs) Michelle and I have recently started a separate YouTube channel called uh, Q Adventures, uh, where we are uh, kind of exploring the world of theme, theme parks. We both live here in Orlando. And uh, we just posted our first video on that channel uh, just a couple of days ago. There's actually a couple of older videos that uh, we've done in the past on yeah. that channel as well. But we kind of look at this most recent uh, upload as a really, relaunch. It's kind of a relaunch. Yeah, that's a good way of looking yeah. it. So, yeah, go check that out Q Adventures over on YouTube. Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> no problem. With that, I'm David Lott. I'm Bobby Jackson.
1: I'm Michelle Hillard.
0: Thanks for listening and watching, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.